Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hey everybody, welcome to Unlocking the Magic. You're listening to episode 206. We have questions from you guys, and we might, Bruce and I might ask each other questions. What the heck? Like Disney-related questions? Sure, why not? <laughs> well, welcome to the podcast here. If you haven't yet, subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. We are now on iHeartRadio and Spotify, so those are two other options for you. If you have Alexa, just say, Alexa, play Unlocking the Magic podcast. You can do that now. Or if, yeah, perfect. So we're a family podcast, talk about Disney. Uh, Disney World, Disneyland, and we feel like we're a pretty good podcast. I feel like we have a lot of people who like our show, except for those 10 people on iTunes who say they hate us. <laughs> okay. But other than that, I feel like there's a lot of people who enjoy the podcast here. All right. So if you are one of those people, help us out. Give us a re review on iTunes real quick. We are the world's best. According yeah. to lots of people, except 10. Okay. <laughs> good enough for me. That's not a. That's a pretty good ratio. I think so. But anyway, thank you so much for listening. This podcast today is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers, our partners in Orlando. If you're looking for a stroller rental while you're at the park and at your resort, you should definitely check out Kingdom Strollers. Their website is kingdomstrollers.com and also brought to you by Enchanted Escapes Travel. If you're looking for a travel agent helping you book your Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise vacation, our preferred travel partner is Esca uh, Enchanted Escapes Travel. Our you can check them out. Our preferred travel agent to escape. <laughs> yeah, to escape my ads. Okay. Enchanted-escape.com is their website. Go check them out. A lot of people have had a great experience with Enchanted Escapes Travel, so go check them out. They help us with our our uh, trips as well, and it doesn't cost you any money. They help you with all your questions too, so go check them out. Thank you so much to those people for helping us you know, produce this show. If it wasn't for them, we probably wouldn't be doing it. Actually, we would be, Okay. but maybe it wouldn't be as good. Okay, perfect. You're in a roll today. All right. Are you ready for 1,008 questions? I guess so. <laughs> I'm just kidding. As ready as I'll ever be to answer 1,008 questions. Yeah. We have some really good questions that we're going to answer on the show today and hope to... Like what... Like well, So um, I understand you're like, we have some really good... What? What? What is a bad question? A, uh, I guess there are no bad questions. See? They're just bad hosts. So is that false advertisement? <laughs> yeah, probably. But I'm excited to answer these because... Some of them are, um, they're just all different, I guess. And that's what I, get, I like about getting questions from you guys because it's, it's great. It's things that I get to think about things that maybe I normally wouldn't have thought about. We should answer the same questions over and over and over again and just Why? see if anybody notices. Okay. <laughs> should we do that? That'd be easy. Okay. It'd be easy for you because when the hosts aren't listening. <laughs> that is true. Okay. Can I start? You can. Okay. Because there's a lot. Okay, let's get into and it. I'm, and I, okay. All yeah. right, here we go. Let me make sure I'm recording here. All right, we are. We're oh, good recording. to go. Right, We're a good awesome. arrow guy. Let's okay. go. This one is from Audrey. Thank you, Audrey, for your question. What area do you head to first in the Magic Kingdom? And then in parentheses, she puts, after strolling down Main Street, because I think everyone knows how much I love taking my time on Main Street. The bathroom. <laughs> You're not even kidding. And that's what's like really sad about, Yeah. Me having you in this family. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. That's seriously where I go first. I get excited. I, I get. I drink a lot of coffee in the morning. I'm up early. 
the transportation over takes a while. So I'm, I'm getting in those gates. I'm excited, but my excitement turns into an 11 year old boy and I have to go to the bathroom real quick. You know, there are bathrooms before you leave. Like, you're supposed to use the restroom at your resort. I do. I Every single time. Okay. But then I drink a lot of water, it's a lot of coffee, a and I'm just excited. It's like, kids, welcome to the Magic Kingdom. Uh, Dad's got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> after that. After that. So, Dad. that was just me being honest. That's the first place I go. Yeah. But after that, I'm okay. with you. You got to head over to the castle. Okay. Well, I never even said it, but you're with me. I'm with you. All right. I, I, yeah, I agree. I, we have to go into the castle and we have to go into Fantasyland. Like, you have to. But I'm going to cut you off there because I feel like even though I, my, my whole thing is hanging out Main Street, really taking in all the sights and sounds of Main Street, then for me anyway, going into the castle, through the castle, and no matter how many times we've been through the castle, I still take my time. I still look at things in in awe i guess and you had to go to Finneyland, but you bruce i'm gonna call you out on this you always want to go into frontierland well here's the thing it, <laughs> d- it depends on if it's your first visit in a long time you got to go through fantasy land but if you've been to magic kingdom three days prior no you still go to magic you can still go to fantasy land mine's changes <laughs> i don't necessarily have the one thing i got other than the bathroom there's no one thing I got to do when I get in there. I feel like you just always wander to the left. Even though you want to go straight, you somehow always end up in in Frontierland. And it's always super busy. It's I, Maybe that's where everybody goes. Yeah, I don't know. It's just where the crowd kind of goes along. But anyway, that's where we have to, at least I have to always go. And I have to follow. And I try to get Bruce to come with me. <laughs> we sometimes separate in the beginning. You know what? That's been happening a little bit more and more lately, but I'm digging it. And it's not because I don't think it's because we've been there so many times. I feel like it's really been a great way to get everybody to do sort of what they want to do and not complain, especially early in the morning. And when you're going to hang out with each other for 14 hours, mm-hmm. sometimes it's good to take a, a break apart. Yeah. To appreciate the time you are together. Because now that I think of it, our youngest always seems to want to go with me with you. But she always wants to go to Pirates of the Caribbean very early in the morning. Whereas the other girl, like uh, me and my and the other girls, like we always want to like take our time, go through Fantasyland. So that's kind of where we differ. Well, I think there's an age, there's an age difference there, obviously. And when you're younger, you get more excited to be on the attractions and go get in line for them than you do as you get older. You can't t- like it's not as exciting, I guess, when you're ten. Well, I haven't hit that selfies. point yet, but I'll let you know when I get there. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. But yeah, you're right. Like the girls, the older girls take pictures. They want to like capture everything because you know you guys if you don't post it on the internet it didn't happen <laughs> and if it doesn't get 100 likes in four minutes you gotta delete it delete it right away <laughs> okay i'm sorry i'm getting goofy but that's true i didn't even think of that but it's sort of been our way of like getting everybody to be happy and kind of everyone doing their own thing i mean no one's alone the kids are usually with an adult i'm pretty sure <laughs> people are gonna be with me they get into the magic kingdom whatever <laughs> you walk down main street and you hit the bathroom we like sit them down in the resort like before we leave all right who's going with mom the fun one and who's going with dad <laughs> the not so fun one. the real fun one the real fun. not so fun one as i wink okay okay next one i think this is a question for bruce because i feel like you've been researching a lot about it lately really wait yes. oh. bruce and research don't really go together that well you i know i i know well it's disney so let me hear this question okay do you buy annual passes how many trips or days make the annual pass worthwhile uh, we should buy annual passes, first of all, because we're spending way more than we need to. 
But you said you were doing the math. I remember you came up to me the other day and you and you said, I've been doing math and I've been realizing that. I think it comes out to if you go to the parks more than 10 or I think it's 10 or 12 days, mm-hmm. it's better to have the pass. But you do get discounts when it comes to merchandise and food. Yeah, there's perks. Yeah, so yeah. It, I would say if you're going to go to the park, in my guesstimation, total, that was a G in front of that. Oh, guesstimation? Yes. Oh, so when you're down doing research, you're really just guessing? Well, here's how I research. Oh, okay. I kind of read some of it, but not all of it. Eh. You know, that's how I research. It's fine. I, I start reading the article, and then it gets a little boring, and I tune out. It's gotten you this far. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm going to say about 10 days. If you go more than 10 days a year, then you should get an annual pass. Okay. What if you only go 11? I just said, if you go more than 10. Is yeah, 11 more than 10? It's just that upfront cost. I can't do it. It does It does cost a lot upfront, but you can use it for my research, what limited uh, research I've done. Uh-huh. You can buy your annual passes, and then they don't really start until that first day you use them, until you activate them. Okay. So there's no pressure of, of like purchasing and then going right away. So if you are, so here's my theory on that. If oh. you are a family of five like us, and you know you're going in February, you don't have to buy all five annual passes at one time. Buy one a month until you go. What? You know what I mean? Are you sure about that? I'm gonna... not, but I, I that's what I've been reading. Okay, okay. Oh. I'm pretty sure it starts, you have to activate them, and then when you activate them, that's when the year starts. Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's great advice. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, I've always told you, if you listen to this podcast, don't necessarily do what I say. Okay. But no, it sounds legit. You yeah. make it sound, you make it sound right. I want to believe it. I definitely think it's something we should do. I definitely think if you live in Florida, I think that it's something you should take advantage of or near Florida or, you know, you're visiting multiple times. The only thing I wish it had was I wish it included Disneyland because we've seemed to be going to both coasts a lot lately. Especially with the D23 coming up next year. Yeah, let's not we forget about that. <laughs> definitely going to Disneyland twice in 2019. It's, I know that for sure. It's going to be a lot. So that's the only thing if I could change it up, if I could switch it up. So they have do. they have annual passes for Disneyland, you know. No, I know, but it's like you got to choose. You can't do both. Can you do both? N- uh, no. <laughs> I mean, I know you can, but can I? <laughs> I mean, one of us may be able to. All right. Next question. Connie. Oh, would you want to be an Imagineer? What job would you would Bruce want at Disney World? So the Imagineer questions for me and the what job would you want at Disney World would be for you, Bruce? That's an interesting question. I'm going to start first. Yeah, go, because I'm still thinking. Okay. I'm I'm a definitely, I'm definitely a wanna near. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I want to be an Imagineer. Like, I literally, seriously, in all seriousness, I feel like I'm constantly creating and imagining while we're at the parks. And I, I feel like I'm constantly driving everybody crazy. Because <laughs> I say, they should do this, and they should do that. And then... How bad is it when Disney actually implements something that I feel like I created in my imagination and years later it comes to fruition? Like, I feel like I have to take credit somehow. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I it is a dream, dream job, I guess. I would say I would want to be an Imagineer. I think, write this down. What year are we in? We're recording it, so I think we're safe. 2018. I would say my wish for the future might be like something involved with the movies, like imagineering and helping with i don't know something related to walt disney world and the movies how could i do that i think you're doing it all right there we go (laughs) goal check (laughs) (laughs) all right bruce you Uh, see when i go into a job first of all 
I have to think of something that would not I would I wouldn't get bored with. So as much as I would want to say I would want to be an operator of an attraction like Space Mountain, I feel like after a few minutes I would be like totally bored with that. Bruce would be the cast member like, "Excuse me, can I just get into this attraction with you? Can I yes. like jump in? I think this is broken. I have to test it out. I'll be right back. Just switch that button right there." Oh my god, I can totally see that. That would totally be me. Yes. So I'm going to say I I think a monorail driver would be cool. That would be cool. Because you're outside you're not inside one particular building all the time. You're mobile. It's the monorail, right? Yeah. Like, that's pretty cool. So if I was to have a job. Would you call it the monotrain only because that's what our little one used to call it? And I feel like she still calls it that. Probably. Monotrain. I'm the monotrain driver. <laughs> but then that's, again, that's funny because I always talk about the buses and how funny that is. But the bus driver is pretty cool, too. You drive around a bus. Like, nobody, nobody crowds the bus driver. Can you whistle? You can say, you can back that thing up, sir. You're a little close to me. Okay. If you're the bus driver. It's not weird. You could say that. Okay. Is that weird? No. Oh. Okay. I would definitely use that phrase if I was on the bus and people were getting a little too close. All right. I'd say, excuse me, sir, can you back can you back that thing up? All right. What, choose one. I told you. Monorail driver. Okay. Bruce in the monorail. Um, it's an interesting thought. An interesting idea. Okay. I, I think that's the only job that I would want. Okay. All right. Another question. I heard they may be renovating Port Orleans Resort. Has this been announced? And if so, what dates? I'm not going to be no help on this one. I, I, You know what? I'm going to join you because I haven't heard anything. But, um, you know, it would be cool. I actually, <laughs> surprise, the one engineer in me when I was at Port Orleans French Quarter was imagining all these different things that they could do with the French Quarter. Even though I think the French Quarter is absolutely perfect, I do think that they could the pool could use a refresher i think that the the king neptune and the whole i it's cool but i was imagining like the kids and i was like wouldn't it because we had just come from obviously new orleans right and so i was it was fresh in my mind and new orleans is also known obviously for mardi gras but then there's a huge music element so i said wouldn't it be cool if there was like a giant saxophone slide coming down into the pool and a lot more like jazzy implements instead of oh oh i said how about like a all right i don't know how much money this costs but like some kind of like music element in the pool kind of like art of animation does but with like jazz and that like, would be cool yeah so i was thinking that i'm not saying they're doing this i'm not saying that that's you go underwater <laughs> and you hear jazz music yeah i don't know or like something like a kid play area where they could use water to make music like in the main pool i thought that that would that would be cool now is the rumor for port orleans french quarter or riverside um, I don't know, but if you want to talk about Riverside, I can go into that because I have an idea for that. Yeah, share it. Might as well. <laughs> I would say, I would say the royal rooms and the mansions and the renovations they did at Riverside are perfect. Like I think that they've done an incredible job. I think the only thing I would change about Riverside is the way you order your food at the food court. I think they should streamline that. And there's another one. I'm boring everybody. I know it. I'm really sorry, you guys, but this is what I do. I like drive everyone crazy. We'll get to it. I would make a separate boat just for Riverside when they're doing the ferrying from the resort to downtown Disney or Disney Springs rather because they stop at French Quarter. And even though the French Quarter, there aren't a lot of people there because it's a smaller resort. It takes forever. Well, they do have a resort only for French Quarter. What? They have one, a boat just what? for French Quarter. What? You didn't know that? What? No. Yeah, not for... So Riverside stops at French Quarter, but the French Quarter one, there's two. One that stops at Riverside, and then French Quarter My that goes right just, there. So wait, 
the French Quarter went already implemented that? Yes. Hmm, interesting. It is interesting because I think it's because of that very scenario you just mentioned right there. The it's one thing I would say for French Quarter is they also need to streamline how you order and how you pay. In I think, the food court. yeah, I think that their options are like there's great that it, blah, blah. it's great that there are plenty of options, especially if you're a big family and everybody kind of wants a different item. But it's so hard to go to each station and then at the end you have to go pay for it. It's just I felt like I was always in the way. Yes. I'm waiting to look at the menu and then, like someone's like, excuse me, I need to order. I'm like, oh, sorry. Sorry about that, sir. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. And then they're like, excuse me, I'm paying. I'm like, oh, sorry about that, sir. And then I'm like in the middle of getting my milk or my water. Like, excuse me, sir. I'm trying to. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm sorry about that. I, I've, <laughs> I, I've never said, oh, my God, I'm sorry so so many times in so short a period in all my life. Yeah, I know. Sorry in you. Wow. Whew. I felt like I was home again. It actually <laughs> did make me feel like I was at home. Yeah. Whoops. Sorry about that. Sorry. <laughs> oh, Connie's trying to make school. Well, Oops, sorry about that. Yeah. Dad, yeah. you're in the. I'm oh, sorry about that. He's trying to get his coffee while we're trying to get everyone out the door at school. <laughs> so, actually, it did make me feel at home. Never mind. Keep that. Keep that like that. Keep it like it is. <laughs> All right. Next question. Connie, I know you said you guys weren't personally big on character meals. However, from listeners, what people review as good meals and which to pick? Breakfast, lunch, supper. Thanks. So, character meals, what have other guests or other friends or listeners of the show recommended? And it's funny because... I So... We definitely have some recommendations that friends have shared with us. We've had, we've done some dining, character dining in the past. So we just don't necessarily do them anymore. But um, that might change. I don't know. I just depends on how Bruce is feeling it that day. Well, I, 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 in theory, I like the character meals. Yes. But then in actuality, I kind of just want to eat my meal. I, like I always said, this is what I think they should do. Because I think there's more people like me than people admit. Like they're starting to finally make themselves known. Like I feel like you're wait, what am i trying to say bruce i don't know exactly <laughs> what i'm trying to say is like, i feel like you by being honest about how you are as an introvert might help others exactly okay that was a good point right there <laughs> well said thank you because there hasn't been too many people who talk about this except uh-huh. for me because everybody's like oh i'm outgoing i want to hang out with everybody let's do a meetup let's shake hands and just hug it out and i'm like <laughs> no i'm not like that but what they should do is they should have a separate area for people like me who want to enjoy the character meal without the characters coming up to them. Yeah. As if, do you think there's more people like me? I actually do. And you know what? It's funny. I know we're not answering her question right now, but we'll I get, we to, will. I promise. I promise. Yeah, we will. <laughs> I just met up with a friend, a dear friend of mine who just got back from a great Walt Disney world vacation. They stayed at the contemporary resort. The resort was amazing. And they booked Chef Mickey's. Now, their kids' age ranges from 2 all the way up to 11. And she said that it was the the, the kids cried the entire time. The, the entire time. I feel them. She said it was just, it was almost to the point where it was hilarious because she just didn't know what to do. And, and I, I felt for her because I said, you know, I said. You said Bruce would be crying the whole time? I said that. I said, we just talked about this on the show, that character dining, it might not be for everybody. And I feel like Chef Mickey's is a wonderful place. And that's actually one of the places I was going to recommend. But hearing her story, it really felt real. And that her kids aren't necessarily super going. They love Walt Disney World. In fact, it wasn't their first time at Walt Disney World. Granted, the, the, the two-year-old, you know, hadn't gone before. But um, they kind of knew what to expect, right? And so she said what happened was Chef Mickey's, like, it was so wonderful to see Mickey Mouse, but it was almost like 
being up and close with a celebrity, like it was just too intense for them. Like they they wanted to see him, but from a distance. And at Chef Mickey's, it was kind of like as soon as they got there, it was kind of like, hey, like a big party, like right away. Yeah, and, was- the, and the characters <laughs> don't do like you, you don't want them not to do that because 90 percent of the people enjoy that. Well, she said that she, so Chef Mickey's for her was just a little intense because it's like if, and if you think about it, Chef Mickey's not a very big space. So it definitely can feel a little suffocating let's say for maybe the, the parents too i, I mean know. it's a pretty big space though because I, it's a very open you know what i mean though there was no she said there was no area for them to like wander off so that it could like transition the kids to seeing mickey mouse it was here's like, what i would do okay. here's what i would want and this well, is coming tell from us me what you want, as you really, person really want. <laughs> an introvert right yeah like i can fake being okay well, i'm just gonna leave it at that they should either do one of two things <laughs> They should have a room or like a separate room where you can see the characters interacting with the people out there, but they don't come into that room. Uh-huh. Or you should put something on your table that says, ignore me. Like, oh I want to be around. I want to be in the in the midst of all this. Ignore me button. But don't come to my table. So like, I love you. I respect you. I'm super excited to see you from a distance. Just like maybe that that could be a thing we could, you know what? We should yeah. start promoting. Like, like I, I want to be here and I want to see Mickey yeah. Mouse and Minnie Mouse because it's awesome. Yeah. And I love Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse, but don't come to my table because it's going to freak me out a little. It's just too intense, yeah. right? It's like really, it's like, it's too, it's sensory overload. It's like, I'm so excited to see you. Oh my gosh, it's really you. I don't know what to do. And what and if it, like sometimes little kids too, like when our kids were little, yeah. they would, the characters would come over to our table and they would kind of, there's like this gif of a little girl that you can use on like social media. And like, she's just got like bug eyes and she's just like staring into space. Like that's what I think of when the characters come over. And sometimes when our kids were little, they would do that. Like, like, and this... I would be like, our kids aren't like, you know, yeah, awkward like their dad. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like, it's a little overwhelming for them because yeah. the characters would come over and be like, hey, high five. Like, let's take a picture. And our kids would just be like awkwardly staring at yeah. them I think- because they just woke up and it's breakfast. <laughs> I think there's more people out there that are like me on this. Okay. I think maybe, so maybe we could do like. Uh, if because there's no alternative. There's no way for you to be well, able me- to see the characters in an environment where you're guaranteed for them not to come over to you. I disagree. I think there are plenty of opportunities. Not at breakfast or character meals. Character meals. Well, first of all, let me just say one thing. You did a lot of one and earring just now. You were like coming up with all these ideas and I'm impressed. Maybe you are a Disney Imagineer. I don't think those are like ideas that Disney would grasp and be like, let's promote these. (laughs) Okay. Yes. But I think the difference of being so one of the restaurants I think that everybody seems to love and I sure love seeing it is definitely the royal table at Magic Kingdom and that eases you into the story yes the characters come to you but it eases you in I think if you do have like someone that's an introvert maybe that's what they need but anyway moving on to the answer the question I would say definitely Cinderella's royal table I was gonna say Chef Mickey's but maybe I just Chef Mickey's is for a certain for a certain type of individual or family, yeah, right? Yeah. If you're really into it and your kids are really outgoing, there's some kids that love and run over to them. So if that's your if that's how your kid is, then Chef Mickey's is for you. I like the Crystal Palace. I actually really love uh, the Garden Grill. I think the food is really good. I don't know, you know, it just depends on what characters you want to see. Like you kind of have to choose, okay? Because if you really want a great meal, like sometimes some of these, not that the meal isn't good, but like, you know, you kind of have to figure out well if the character matches what you're in the mood for eating wise, right? I right. think that's the only thing that makes it a little tricky. 1900 Park Fair, love, like just the characters. And of course now there's like 
there's the new um, Bon Voyage Adventure Breakfast. Ooh, Ooh that sounds exciting. Fancy words. The Little Mer- Ariel and Prince Ariel and um, Prince Eric from The Little Mermaid, and there's Rapunzel. So it's cool. Okay, and the food's great. Breakfast. Excellent. Okay. If you're into that kind of thing. If you're into that sort of thing, yes. Okay, did we answer that question? I mean, as good as we can since we don't really go to the character meals. Okay. All right, next question. Oh, this is a juicy one. Is it really? Yeah. Like juicy as in it's really long and I'm going to get bored or juicy as it's got a good good, good details to it's it? It's an interesting one that I'm going to read. Okay. Here, Hello. I've been to Disney World once before a couple of years ago and I'm going again in March. I will be doing three days Disney and one day Universal. My question is, have y'all ever been to Universal? I actually liked it more than Disney. In parentheses, he says. This is me making the face as you say that of that little girl staring into space with the bug eyes. Like, you liked it more than Disney. <laughs> Major eye roll. Not Major eye roll. Side, side eye, they call it. Just I think. like staring for 15 seconds without blinking or. Hey. Moving. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. In parentheses, he says, my Disney, my first Disney trip wasn't the best. Went with my in-laws. Couldn't wait to get home. Note to self. Don't go on your first Disney trip with your in-laws. Aw. I love in-laws and I love my in-laws and I probably will like your in-laws. <laughs> but don't go to Disney your first time with them. You know what it is? I I would say with in-laws, do a lot of things on your own. Like I think you have to self-reflect. Self-reflect. And say... Do I really like my in-laws that much <laughs> in order to go on a trip that's really expensive with them? Like, would I do free things with them and have fun? Or do I want to spend thousands of dollars with them? Like, if, if the answer is no to the free, probably should be no to the thousands. Okay. <laughs> you went with your in-laws. How'd you like it? I mean, I went back again alone. Okay. Let's just put it that way. I don't know what it is, but yeah, it they definitely become, I feel like some adults end up being like kids to the point where like you have to look at the menu item for them. Like you have to help order for them and you're like, what? Every like, family is different too, right? <laughs> just because you like having dinner with your in-laws doesn't mean you're going to have fun for seven days in a row with them. <laughs> I think going back to that without going too far into it, I think definitely a Disney trip with in-laws is in the uh, podcast line. It should be in the coming soon podcast lineup but it's gonna be really short how do you do a disney <laughs> trip with your in-laws you don't no no but anyway this next trip is just his wife and i he says this next trip is just my wife and i perfect i, su- I surprised her for our 10-year anniversary and it's just gonna be us so hopefully it's better but i loved universal so i wanted to see if y'all have ever been or just don't like it awkward silence it's not that we don't <laughs> like it it's just we've never been Okay, uh, speak for yourself, because <laughs> I've been. Well, I haven't been. You did as a family. Okay, I have to. I have a deep secret I want to share. I actually really like um, movies and filming and all that. So Universal, it, it, I remember it as a kid and it was fun. That part won't make it into the show. Okay. Okay. This trip, we're only doing Epcot, Hollywood Studios, and Magic Kingdom. What's the one thing I have to eat at each park? By the way, I'm allergic to pineapple, so no Dole Whip. Now, if you're allergic to pineapple, can you not have the Dole Whip? Or are you allergic to the fruit? Or are you allergic to the taste of, like, the flavor of pineapple? I do not want to give allergy advice, so I'm just going to say avoid it altogether. I'm just asking for a friend. (laughs) What's his name? Bobby. I'm asking for Bobby. (laughs) 
I would say to stay away from all things pineapple. Because our daughter can't eat garlic, but she can eat garlic flavored things. All right, there is the citrus swirl. Maybe he can have that. Perfect. Okay. Um, Leave right. your in-laws at home. Okay. I had a hard time with this because I feel like... What I'm, was the question again? Okay. What is... If you only had one thing to eat at each park, which would it be? Like, I'm not sure if I should have answered this as a snack or as a meal. So... Um, well, this is a tough one. Yeah. All well, right, they're so only doing... You- they're doing Epcot, Hollywood Studios, and Magic Kingdom. So no Animal Kingdom. And I feel like... I guess the hard... I Epcot's hard because I feel like all I do is eat at Epcot. Hollywood Studios is hard because I feel like... Huh, maybe not. All right, go. Which one do you... Oh, eat? you're throwing it on me? <laughs> all right, I'm going to start. Magic Kingdom. I'm always talking about the chicken and waffles. And... The Nutella waffle, and that's a musty. But you know what? This last trip, we, we fi- visited Pecos Bills again, and I got the loaded nachos, and I asked for a separate plate so I could put extra stuff toppings. I don't know if you're allowed to do that, but I asked for one, and it was amazing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to do that, <laughs> but you probably everybody Can you bring does. a container? That's something that it's like, it's like not against the rules, but it's frowned upon. All right, or it's like whatever. one of those things. But even if you don't do that, if you're not going to break the rules like – I happen to do, which is weird because usually Bruce is the one breaking the rules. I'm just hungry and he's cheap, so. <laughs> That's awesome. It was a loud laugh. That was funny. <laughs> um, I can be funny once in a while. I'm going to say the, the uh, fruit waffle, not the chicken and waffle, the okay. fruit waffle. From Sleepy Hollow. You got to If that's the one, if there's one thing you can eat at the Magic Kingdom, that's the one thing. That's the one thing. Okay. That or a cinnamon roll from Gaston's. You okay. can choose. I feel like we're I'm going to give you two. It. I'm going to give you two. Well, because he said Dole Whip, so then I made me think of like snacks, not like meals. But with Epcot and Hollywood Studios, I feel like you. First of all, with Epcot, you just need to plan for eating around the whole world. I am not choosing one because I feel like you're not going to do yourself any good by just choosing one item. <laughs> I think if uh, if I was in Epcot and I could only eat one thing, it would either be sushi in Japan or mm-hmm. it would be a dinner from Morocco. What about Hollywood Studios? I couldn't think of one must-have. Well, I guess you know what. I mean, get yeah, turkey leg at Hollywood Studios. No, no, no. But that was Toy Story, Toy Story Land opening. There's a, definitely multi- more options for food there than I think we have experienced, and I think that that is going to bring a whole new level of must-eats. So wild card in, in Hollywood Studios. Yeah. You select. But I'm going to give you two options. Magic Kingdom, you're going to take either the cinnamon roll like Gaston's, <laughs> which is great, or the, the fruit waffle. Those are my two options for the one of those. Very sweet. Same thing in Epcot. Get some sushi in Japan. Sit up there. Get yourself a canned coffee from the store. Those just, are good, by the way. And just enjoy yourself and sit up there and enjoy the view and the serenity that the, the Japan Pavilion has uh, kind of being up a little bit higher and alone. Or you can go to Morocco and get a dish there because it's never usually that busy there. And then for Hollywood Studios, it's just a wild card. Okay. By that the way. Tough. That was a tough answer, by the way. It's, but, hard, if it's, it's tough to say just one thing. I know. Who does that? <laughs> Bobby. Okay. He says, love the podcast, by the way, and hashtag give Bruce free Tonga toast. Yes. Can we make that go viral? Yeah, we can. I'm pretty sure that I should I should be able to get at least some kind of Tonga toast. At least give me some extra bacon. I mean, the guys wearing shirts are getting extra bacon. How come I'm not? Okay. Ready? Yes. Next one. Howdy. I've been playing catch up on the podcast and currently on episode 65. I have a few questions. May reach out more as the trip gets closer. We're going January 12th. When it comes to Disney transportation, what is where is timing posted? Is there something is this something you find out when you're there? 
Just trying to figure out realistically when we have to get up each day and whatnot. Want to try and get most of the planning done so she doesn't have to think too much on the trip. To note, we are staying at the Pop Century. Good man. I like how you're kind of... I. You know what? He did leave his name, but I'm going to leave it as anonymous because this is a surprise and I don't want to accidentally say his name and then her finding out. So Does he have a really unpopular name? Or is his name like Joe? I don't know. Because if you said this is Joe... <laughs> I'm pretty sure that you're safe. I don't know. I don't want to. Re- I don't want to chance it. Okay. Okay. Um, I think it's really cool though. We'll name you Joe, even though it's definitely not Joe. <laughs> <laughs> um, that you're taking the kind of rain and doing it for her. I think that's like a super cool surprise. I'll do that for you too one day. I really feel like, but I, by me taking the rain, I'll just call somebody else to do it. Yeah, you'll definitely do that. But I really like want Bruce to to just take this as a great hint of like what I would want. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm I'm recording this, so I'm, I'll go back and listen to it later. Okay. So when it comes to Disney transportation, I would say first of all, make sure if you want to make it a very relaxing uh, vacation, not stress. Give yourself plenty of time for getting to point A to point B. A good rule of thumb is like an hour, sometimes a little longer, depending on if you're switching buses. If you're going to like a different resort, there's no direct bus to resort type thing. But they have this amazing thing called my Disney Experience app now, which is loaded with all these good information. There's bus times. There's bus times. If you don't want to use your phone, there's bus times at the actual bus stop. Just keep in mind, it doesn't necessarily mean they're always going to be exactly on time. They were pretty good about we were there and we used the like we saw the screen with the bus times. They were pretty accurate. The only they were like your app on your Google app on your phone, right? When you say you're driving somewhere and it tells you you're gonna be there in fifteen minutes, but then you hit traffic and the thing says fifteen minutes for fifteen minutes and you're still not even moving. So that was like the bus thing. So the bus was like, Oh, it's gonna be here in twenty minutes and all of a sudden five minutes goes by and it's like it went down to fifteen and then it got bumped back up to twenty. <laughs> Bump up. <laughs> it got bumped up. Yeah. So they'll tell you the time, but it doesn't always mean it's going to be there. In what we're saying minutes. is don't let that bum you out. OK, so just plan a little extra time, you know, and if you really get stressed and you really don't want to wait around. I feel like, you know what I feel like? This is what I'm going to say. I, and I'm talking about movies a lot. Maybe this is going to be like the the uh, word of the show movies. But I feel like Disney, there's a lot. It's just like filming a movie. It's like a lot of hurry up and wait. So you hurry up to get to the bus stop, but then you got to wait. You hurry up to go to the next attraction. And then you wait in line. And then you. So but. Don't let it bug you out. Like sometimes the Disney app isn't working that well that day. Like have a plan B so you're not stressed. The plan B and C is rental car and <laughs> minivans. <laughs> so if you're ever looking at the bus stop and I told you, like sometimes you get out of the Magic Kingdom and it's late and you're looking at the monorail or the bus and you're like, oh. again, or again, that yeah. girl gift that's just staring into space like <laughs> for 15 seconds. Sometimes you'll pay any amount of money to not be on either one of those. I feel like or it's like you're not you're you're you feel like you've done everything correctly. You've planned your time. You're going to show up at the bus stop early and then you get there and you don't realize like everybody else at the resort was thinking the same exact thing or the opposite. <laughs> you get to the bus stop and you see the bus pulling away. Oh, and you're yeah. the first one there. And then all of a sudden, by the time the next bus comes, there's 400 people there. And you're like, um, I was really here first, but I'm getting on the bus last. Oh, yeah. What's up with that? Because there's no like rural area. Like you kind of all kind of wait together. There's not. I know. At the resorts, it's just a bus stop. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. 
you know, so but that being said, Disney yeah. has gotten really better at they have. there's so many options for you available to take transportation wise that however you're feeling, if you're feeling social and you want to take the bus and wait there, that's that option. If you want to spend a little money and take a minivan, there's that option. If you want to spend more money and rent a car so you don't have to talk to anyone, <laughs> there's also that option. Eh, rent a car, talking to here's the thing with renting a car. I've come to realize I do love renting a car. I don't love the rental car process. That is annoying. I wish they would. Especially at the Orlando Airport. Orlando <laughs> Airport, if you're listening, <laughs> can you get get to, get it together over there, will you? It's always, you can sign up for like fast deals or whatever. Like you can like enter your credit, I don't want to name any company names, but like you can have um, streamlined a little bit, but you have to have your credit card already in like the system and blah, blah, blah. But it's not, I mean, it's just, it's annoying. That okay. gift for the girl. It applies for everything. Oh, my God. It's like when you come down the Orlando airport, and you're coming down the escalator. Like there's that big, long escalator. And you're so excited. You're so excited. It's 1030 at night. You just arrived you're so in Orlando. Tired. It's cold back home. It's warm here. You're coming down the escalator. You turn the corner and all of a sudden, girl staring into space because you see the line for the <laughs> rental car place. And you know, it takes 45 minutes per yeah. person. And you're like, unlocking the magic told me to do this. And I just turned to my left and everyone seems so happy boarding the magic look express. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Okay, next question. This is from Charlie. So excited. How many more questions are there? I have um, one, two, 17. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Just a few. Okay. Okay. Uh, Okay, here we go. Me and my family are traveling to Walt Disney next July. For me, this is my third time, but it's only their second time. When going with the family, I always feel like the tour guide as I organize each day. So what's the one must-do thing I should plan in for our next trip thank you have a great show charlie like overall what's the one thing you should do you know what i don't know i i I feel like you could break this down in so many different ways i feel like i feeling him when he's saying he's sometimes i feel like i see your hand moving i don't know if you want me to pause the recording or if you're like just animated about your answer i'm always super animated i'm sorry i should i should slow down okay so charlie is First of all, he's flying from the UK, which is quite a bit away. So the jet lag there, I, I feel you, right? So when he's landing and he feels like the tour guide, you know, he's excited to be there. But yeah, there's work involved. Right, Charlie? So I get it. I'm I'm not traveling as far as you, but I get the whole everyone kind of looks at me like, okay, what are we doing <laughs> kind of thing. And it can be a lot of pressure because sometimes it might not be what they were in the mood for, right? So I would say for the one thing that you should plan is seeing and pulling out what is that one thing everyone else wants to do so that they can feel like they're helping and not in and for you not to feel like the tour guide so your advice is to pass the buck my advice is or here's the thing here's a brilliant here's here here schedule a private like a a private i don't know the ages of the kids that are your family but uh, disney offers these incredible behind the scenes tour you could do one in epcot there's plenty in the magic kingdom that you can choose from all these different age ranges that might make you relax a little because it's organized. It's booked. It's something that you don't have to do. Is he going with his family to say? Yeah. I would organize a alone dinner. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You're on your own. I okay. booked a reservation for this great restaurant. Unfortunately, they only had one available. So I'm just going to take that and the Magic Kingdom's that way. <laughs> All right, next question from Carrie. If you could only go to one place to eat inside any of the four parks on your trip, where would it be and what would you order? And I think we already kind of mentioned some of the snacks, so let's just break down four restaurants. 
and we may have may not have it could be quick service or sit down so i'll start it off because i see bruce staring in the distance like, i'm like a little girl right now the gif that's going to be the question of the show i'm just like thinking all right what is the first part the we're going question to? of the show the item we mentioned it's most. the gif of the show the most mentioned thing of the show okay epcot restaurant marrakesh tangerine cafe yep or that one either mm-hmm. or because the tang- tangerine cafe I, I think we've met. I, I think, put the emphasis on the wrong salad. Yeah, there. we've done that. Um, or the Mexico Pavilion is pretty good. No, nah, I'm going to stick with Restaurant Marrakesh. I feel like it's super underrated. And I just, there's something about that country when we're over there that makes me feel very immersed. Okay. Hollywood Studios. I'm going to say sci fi dinner theater because of my obsession with old Hollywood movies and all that. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. I'm going to go with you on that. Animal Kingdom, I'm going to choose Harem Bay Market because I feel like there's all these different little things you can order. And... Harem Bay Market's good. I, li- I enjoy that. Did I pronounce that right? I feel like the restaurants in Animal Kingdom are so hard for me to pronounce. Yeah, well, I'm going to try to. I'm going to butcher one right now. All right, actually. here we go. The Santuli Canteen. That was really good. I'm oh, going to choose I... that for Animal Kingdom because that's amazing. And it's newer, so there's probably you probably haven't tried it yet. Here's the thing. When you go to these quick service places, just order, have everybody order, convince everybody to order something different off the menu and then share. So then you don't have to pick just one thing. That's a good point because some of these dishes are shareable. So they're big enough where you can try different things. And I think definitely if you're going to quick service Uh more than sit down, you definitely want to try to share. I love that. Okay. Magic Kingdom. I feel like this is a given. We talk about it almost every <laughs> episode, every live show. We've in fact have people emailing us saying, trying to convince my family to change their plans so we can eat at this particular restaurant. If these restaurants were publicly, like public companies, uh-huh. they should definitely give us some stock. Okay, yeah, definitely. But I'm gonna say so. That's Liberty Tree Tavern. So, but. That's a given. I feel like what would it be if that wasn't available? Because I feel like we talk about that all the time. So if if see the Magic Kingdom is 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 there's different. Like, what are you feeling like? Are you tired? Do you want to just kind of be <laughs> uh, take a break in some cool atmosphere? Then there's um, yeah, but you know you got to plan it. You can't just say I'm tired. I no, feel that's like- the problem. Like oh. you plan too much sometimes. If no. you're gonna go to a quick service, you don't need to plan quick service. Yes. Sit down, yes, but quick service you can go. How you feeling? I don't know about that. Well, then uh, we're wrong. We okay, well, agree. just choose. It doesn't you you can choose the retreat if you want, but I just I just Pecos Bills is good. I enjoy that mm-hmm. place. I feel like it gets a little crazy in there sometimes. There are items on Pecos Bills that I love. Again, like I just maybe just happened to be hungry when we ordered the nachos, but I l- loaded them up with all the little extras that it made it feel more like a sit down meal than it stretched that dollar. Did I, you? I very much stretched that dollar, but it's not my favorite. I think if I. If it's not going to be Liberty Tree Tavern and I'm at the Magic Kingdom. Okay. I would say the quick service at Be Our Guest is awesome because it's not anything fancy, but you get the fancy atmosphere. That was pretty good, too. And then there's Cosmic Rays. Hello, nostalgic. That's what I was saying. Like, if sometimes the Cosmic Rays menu is pretty ordinary, but the it's just classic Disney, right? When yeah. you think of the Magic Kingdom, like you, mm-hmm. if you did go when you were a child and I didn't. Uh, but you, to see the kids' faces as the music's playing and as they sit in that atmosphere of that room, it just it's, it, it feels Disney-ish. They had a pretty good salad the last time I was there, too. Yeah, the burger wasn't bad, but it's yeah. a burger. It's a burger. Yeah. There's nothing fancy about it. Okay. Um, here we go. Good morning. We're planning our first family trip to Walt Disney World in May. We picked the regular dining plan. We are excited to try different meals. However, I realize that even if a restaurant is included in the plan, not all items at 
uh, are included. The Disney site gives you some, but doesn't tell you all that are included or not. Is there any way I can figure this out? I'm getting the feeling that we may end up spending a lot more money. Um, first of all, I think you'll be surprised, even with the regular Disney dining plan, that there's quite a bit of food. And there's not a lot of time. <laughs> Especially when you find out that a lot of the snacks are not necessarily popcorn and pretzels. Like, you can actually get what we talked about, like a big, huge, delicious cinnamon roll from Gaston and that's considered a snack like there's a lot of things now that are yeah there's, been, there's so many options like that's not yeah. gonna, I don't think that'll be so an I don't feel you. like yeah I don't feel like you're gonna be hungry uh, or spending a lot over budget the, the one thing I will say that we never planned in the beginning that did make us go over budget a lot and this isn't necessarily your question but I just wanted to make sure I answer it is the tipping because I feel like when I'm on the dining plan I can order whatever I want and then I realize oh I just ordered the $50 dish and i have to tip on top of that yeah you tip on the total bill so that's yeah. gonna be that that is definitely something you want to plan for ahead of time because yeah. it can be surprising if you don't i would say that's the one thing and then don't forget that the dining plan right now see things change so it's really hard to answer dining plan questions i feel like because all of a sudden disney introduces something like for instance like the alcohol like beverages that they used to not include and now they do like it's so it's hard to really give a firm answer on it but i would say check back again before your trip just to be clear that they didn't change anything but usually the appetizer is not included so that's something to think about but you don't yeah there's so much i mean as of now there's a lot of food yeah you'll be fine okay and i'm done have you picked wait last one because this is easy you can just quickly have you ever used the minivans no would you ever use the minivans of course every time <laughs> i come out of a park at night i want to use them okay they are pretty cool they're so adorable i can't tell you how excited I get when I see the minivans and all I can think about when I see them is Mark Daniel the host of Disney Parks blog live when he was announcing the Disney minivans and I saw the there's a picture of him somewhere with it in the background and it's just like so cool but then when you see them in person they just did such a great job theming them and it's just a very nice fit and I like that there's cast members that drive them too so that way it makes you feel like there's some sort of normalcy to it whereas yeah the taxi cabs sometimes are a little, they can be a little awkward. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> they expanded their service. So now it's really there. So easy to, to get you from point A to point B. They're not cheap, but like Bruce said earlier, sometimes you're willing to pay. I mean, listen, price. they should change the rate and don't do this Disney because I know you probably would do this, but <laughs> I would pay double coming out of the park than I would going. <laughs> I know people are with me. All right, well, we're going to wrap it up there, Connie. I actually have to give a tip of the show that I just learned this week. Okay. Can I give you a tip? Because since we're just sharing all this information. I mean, I, why not? We're almost at an hour. Let's go. Let's I mean, just go I just feel like the tip of the show it will be useful for you guys. I just learned this little tip and I want to share it. And we don't really give tips and tricks on this show. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> even our questions. of <laughs> I'm the, pretty sure people don't want us to. Even our answers of these questions. Like, they're very, you know. Specific to us. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Bruce. Um, I just, somebody told me, you know what? The best idea ever was with your phone and being in the park. Sometimes you don't want to use the My Disney app because sometimes it's not loading correctly, whatever. They said, just take a screenshot of what you have planned for the day, like your dining reservations, your fast passes, the basics. You don't want to, again, plan every single minute of your Disney vacation because it won't be fun. But use that as your wallpaper on your phone. So every time you just open, like, you don't even have to, like, slide your phone open you just look at the background 
of your iPhone, you have your schedule right there. I know, because going to your iPhone and clicking the photo app and looking at a photo is so hard. Listen, it's hard when you've already taken 1,000 photos. Should we print them? Should we go to CVS and have them printed and then put them in our travel bag, What are you talking about? Do you not think that that's a good tip? I think it's a good tip. Coming from the one person who never opens the Disney app, who's like... What's our next fast pass? I like the I like not knowing what we're doing next and being surprised. I oh, well, anyway, that was a, I thought it was a good tip. <laughs> that was no, it was a that was a good tip. My only criticism would be you can look at the phone the photo app on your phone. It's um, okay. No, but you you take you can I've done that before. Taken a screenshot of my photos, my photo of like my fast passes, but then it doesn't list. I take another photo of like my reservation for dining. And then I just and then by like noon on our park day, I've already taken like 50 photos. I have to go back on my phone and find go scroll around. Somebody's hungry and wants to go to you're laughing because, you know, it's you. Somebody else has to use the bathroom. (laughs) My phone's not working right. All right. We get it. Okay. (laughs) Wow. That was a lot of ranting there from you at the end of the show. There. Bye, everybody. All right, guys. Have a great week. Don't forget, we do a live show over on Facebook on Monday nights. And you can find that on Facebook.com and then just search Unlocking the Magic. Also, should go follow us on Instagram. And we may be doing some stuff with YouTube coming up shortly. Um, so go subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can find all the links for all of that over at UnlockingTheMagic.com. And like we said in the beginning of the show, if you haven't yet, please leave us a review on iTunes. If you like the show, if you've gotten this far and you've enjoyed this episode of the show, Let's cancel out those 10 people who don't like us that much and give us a good review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast. Connie, thank you for the great questions and the great long (laughs) show today. I appreciate that. One more thing about dining is that even on the dining website, it says, ask your server about potential substitution. But substitutions are not guaranteed if available. Great. We'll have a great week, everybody. We'll see you (laughs) next time.